0: Hi everyone and welcome to Flashpoint episode 104, recorded Sunday, October 11th. I'm your host, David Holloway, and with me is a co-host whose ability to create alts on all his games is only matched by his brilliance in wearing knickerbockers appropriately. How are you, Simon?
1: Uh, I'm I'm good. I I will tell you, though, that knickerbockers are very difficult to fold strategically into <laughs> conventional business trousers. They're a little voluminous. Voluminous, voluminous. That's the word I'm looking for.
0: I would literally pay to see a photo of that.
1: I just um, make my ass look fatter, quite frankly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, welcome, sir. And um, as we breathlessly uh, tweeted in the lead-up to this episode, we're very pleased to welcome not one but two guest go, guest, go hosts, guest co-hosts guest co-hosts, to uh, have a bit of a Destiny roundtable. Now, just to not scare off all our regular listeners that have never played Destiny or find it's not their cup of tea, we'll definitely be talking about other stuff. So it's not just Destiny, but we'll lead out with a roundtable. So firstly, uh, he's been on... Well, actually, both these guys have been on a couple of times at least. David Carr or Kazmas, as we love to know him. How are you, mate? Uh, Good, thank you. Good. Jeez, don't talk too much. Otherwise, we'll run away (laughs) Uh... over an hour. I'm still on holidays, so
2: went away for two weeks and, um, yeah, don't like Jetstar. Oh, so uh, so never... I was
0: about to make a comment that you were going to do a shout-out, but this podcast is sponsored by Jetstar.
2: Well, considering I wouldn't have been able to get back to Perth until Saturday and I flew back to Perth via Brisbane, I was very happy, so... Yeah. Oh. So that'll be a good one for We Hate People, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's save it for that. <laughs> good
2: point. But, um yeah, no, I've been... um before the holidays, just playing a bit of Destiny with the expansion, uh, World of Warships um, and the Star Wars
0: beta over the weekend. Nice, and we're definitely going to talk about that later on. Um, and our second Destiny theme to join Simon and I as the more casual players of that game is Mr. Ben McJanet, also known as the legendary writer on our website on everything Destiny. How are
3: you, sir? Well, thank you, David.
0: It's a pleasure to be here again. Yes, is this second or third time?
3: Uh second time on the podcast, but I've written in that many times. Um Have. if if people really remember back far enough and remember Ed, they'll know that I was his number one fan of his evil laugh. Um <laughs> so yeah, if you think far back enough, I've been hanging around a little bit. So so did you enjoy having Ed on for our 100th? Oh, yeah. I I thought it was brilliant just him coming in with a little cackle. I think. Yeah. <laughs> It, it it brought back some nostalgia to me. Yes. That's definitely one word. Yeah. <laughs>
0: no, it was good it was great to have Ed. So um
1: As the the golden age when we were still looking forward to SWOTOR and Enthusiastic and now we're <laughs> jaded hacks.
0: Yeah, exactly. More hack. Oh no, yeah, what? we're both jaded and hacks. Um
3: what have you been playing, Ben? Uh well, besides Destiny for obvious reasons, uh style was Battlefront beta over this weekend, which has been yeah, great, which we'll talk about more. Um and uh oh I've forgotten the name of it now. Um oh Gears of War um Ultimate Edition okay. on the Xbox One. Yeah, so both been great. Um Gears is fun and exactly like the old gears and yeah, the Destiny and Battlefront we'll talk about later. Cool. And Simon, what about you?
1: Well, obviously it's the weekend for Battlefront. So I've been playing Destiny.
0: Good. <laughs> Well, you're like me because I I did never signed up for the Battlefront beat up, so I didn't even know it was this weekend. You don't, uh, have, you, you don't have to sign up. You just
1: download it from the store, any store, every store. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No sign up necessary. They oh. they want you.
0: Nay, they they are forcing you to. All right, I'll do that tonight. As soon as I log off, here definitely won't do it while we're recording on a 0.8 megabit connection. Uh Cool. So mostly desi- Simon and then i much the same. Lots of the Taken King, um, tiny bits of WoW just to log in and do some stuff. Um, stumbled across, I don't know if any of you guys have played Pocket Planes. Anyway, I raved about it many, many moons ago and I just stumbled across it on my Mac again and got addicted to that this week.
3: That's a phone app, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's a phone app and they also did release it on the Mac App Store but discovered, much to my dismay, that they removed it now. <laughs> Um, and it tends to crash a bit, so they're not supporting that anymore. So, damn you, oh. nimble bit software.
3: I think that was the one that um, one of the chaser guys on Good Game was saying he was addicted to. Yeah, it is very addictive. Yeah. They're um
0: behind Tiny Death Star, aren't they? I uh, could be, yeah. I know they've done a bunch of stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think I tried the planes, ended up settling on the Death Star for some reason.
0: Right. Yeah, no, that... And um, just in the last 24 hours, I uh, launched my Blizzard... Uh, launcher thing and um, realised that the initial uh, Starcraft 2 3.0 patch has launched, so the two missions before the actual Legacy of the Void expansion come out, so I um, haven't played them yet, but I took the opportunity, I, I've got a level 100 uh, account on the bloody Southeast Asia servers, which are just an absolute desert, there's just no one on them. So I've actually taken the plunge and gone onto the America servers and started from scratch again. So I've been doing a bit of that. Wow. Yeah, it's a bit. I felt like you, just
3: rolling oh, everything all over again. Oh right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, you'll probably find the American servers are a lot better anyway, just because that's where all the English-speaking players are. Yeah, that's and well, I just
0: even been able to go for a, a cooperative match and not wait fifteen, twenty minutes and still not get one versus getting mm. in in a minute. It's a big difference. Uh, All right, so let's jump straight into our, I feel like we should have our own theme music for the Destiny Roundtable, but let's just jump into it. Um, As is the usual case for this podcast, I've done a massive amount of preparation thinking about what we're going to talk about on the (laughs) roundtable. So I thought we might start though with, um, we're what, are we a month in? we 're getting close to it
3: uh, from the taking king launch yeah it's yes. been uh, well yeah it 'll be a month on Wednesday or yeah, Thursday I thought it was around then yeah fifteenth is Wednesday, is Thursday, I think
0: so a month in uh, we 'll do the brief question starting we 'll start with you, Simon, actually um, are you burnt out on it yet um,
1: actually probably not no, uh, not judging well. I, I did have a couple of a couple of sessions last week where I was going to playing through to what was it one of the weekends I think Sunday night Saturday night and Sunday night it was going through to about three thirty on one night and then four thirty to the next so nice. logged in over a, a couple of twelve hour stints there didn't mean to wasn't intended uh, just kind of happened really so. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, there's a case of the, the Just One Moors, uh, which is the sort of thing that I, I had with uh, with the original KOTOR and uh, I had that with uh, with WoW back in the day. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they... They've, I, I have to admit, despite all my banging on about um, how Activision ruined the game, and quite frankly I still stand by that, but, you know, at, at some point you, you have to get over it and move on, so... That, that that fury and frustration is still very much uh, with me, but after having actually paid money for my, my plastic Dinklebot replica and the the Ghost Edition and all of that, I thought, well, yeah, I can either just give up on it or, or just see what version 2.0 is like. So, you know, the free download before The Taken King came out. So I had a crack at that and I thought, actually, they've, I can see how they've improved a whole bunch of stuff here. Mm. It, it's still not the game that I, I thought I was buying initially, again because of Activision being uh, sneaky mm-hmm. bastards and, and not releasing things to to the press uh, pre-launch uh, or having NDAs. But what is there is greatly improved and and quite satisfying in its own way. Uh, so much so that I... And, and we've talked about this, David, that uh, we've... I've, I've started to tighten on the PS4 um, who actually was at level six, but I got kind of bored with him just sitting at level six, so I haven't advanced him in the plot. I'm still waiting for you, but uh, just doing bounties and just general pissing around uh, in the cosmic dream. He's now level twelve.
0: So- well, that's all right. I'm up to ten because I forgot we're going to do that, so we must do that. Oh, it's what it is to have friends like you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, so not burnt out, it's fair to say.
1: I'm not burnt out. I, I did. I have been trying to pace myself. So I uh, did some leveling up on uh, on my Xbox version, um, on my Xbox uh, uh, Hunter, and uh, then turned the console off and started work on the um, on the PS4 characters. So
0: cool. And so maximum light level of your most level character?
1: Oh Lord, not yet.
0: No. No, no, what I'm going to say is what is your maximum light Oh, oh right. Uh
1: the, the maximum character, the maximum level I've got is, so he's a level 40 and he's just tipped over the 200.
0: Cool. All right. Uh, we'll go with Mr. Carr. What's your, your, you're obviously not burnt out yet, I'm assuming?
2: No, all I've been doing is just playing the dailies at night and that, just trying to get a more, some of the um, legendary marks and that for upgrading gear, just being playing through doing some of, all, some of the missions and that that have come with the Taken King uh, and um, just, yeah, passing time. I think I'm up to about 282 lights, so I can start doing the weekly heroics now and get some of the exotics which is kind of good to finally start getting some purple gear instead of having blue gear. But uh, yeah, no, it has been quite enjoyable. I just think it's also funny now that some of the missions uh, from the second expan- expansion uh, don't seem to be around now. The um, actually no sorry my mistake I think that's something else but um, you yeah, know it's been quite enjoyable uh, I think it is, has improved over what it originally was seems to be a little bit more polished now they seem to have taken notice of what was said and that about the original game and yeah fixed it
3: up
0: cool so that's two out of two not burn out Mr McJanet I assume you're in the same camp
3: Oh, I wouldn't be your lead Destiny Rider if I was. Um, <laughs> quite, quite simple. I'll put it simply, uh, last night I was up till one in the morning um, doing the raid again and trying to work out a boss strategy. Um, still yet to beat the raid, but, you know, we're still plugging along and getting through it and working out new strategies for different bosses. Um, so so, so you, you got a group that you're doing with, it with, obviously? Yeah, um, I'll do a quick shout-out to my Sith Legion clan. Um cool. Yeah, name's followed over from my SWOTOR, uh, SWOTOR days. I hope so. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, the the guys we've been trying to do the raid as much as possible uh, blind, uh, we've had to swap a couple of members out here and there just due to availability on the nights we have raided, but majority of the the raid, we've, I don't even think we've gotten past the halfway point, but we're having a ball just trying to work it out by ourselves. Um, and... Yeah, I was hoping to do it today, but just players weren't available again today. Okay. So,
0: and, and um, ma- maximum light level of your most level character? Uh,
3: I've got three level forties, one of each class. Um, and my hunter is now—I think I got him up to two ninety-seven last night because okay. I got I got a new rocket launcher and the ghost shell from the raid. Nice. So yeah. Um, but uh, my warlock's about two eighty three or something as well and my my Titans lag lagging behind around two thirty. Okay, cool. Yeah.
0: Um well I'll so, and I'll add myself to the equation of not being burnt out. I have eased off a little bit, but like um David doing the, the bounties each day, um that's my main thing. Um doing a lot of patrolling at the dreadnought. Uh, I love the new quest lines as far as being able to track different quest lines and, and so you can pick something that you want to go on with which most, you know, decent Games do so that's really good. Um, Yeah, so Simon is that I'm leveling up a Titan as well. So Simon are going to do have some fun with that. I'm level ten. Just uh, I think I've just gone to the moon, Simon. Um, To the moon, Alice. (laughs) Yes, and um, my my one and only. (laughs) (laughs) My one and only level forty character, which is a warlock, is uh, I think it's light level two ninety three. So I'm doing okay. And super dumb question they could easily Google. What is the maximum light level? Uh, 310. 310, okay. Mm. Yeah, I thought it had to be more than uh, 300 given that I haven't even done any raid content and I'm at 293. So. I'm going to
1: have to stop pacing myself, goddammit.
3: <laughs> yeah. um, you can only really get above 300 from doing the raid anyway. Um, all raid drops are 300 and above, and the maximum blue drop you can get is... Three hundred, I think. Well, there you go. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, um, so yeah, I've started doing some heroics. i uh, done a few of them. They obviously take longer because you die more, um, but still mm. enjoying doing those. So, next part of the roundtable discussion is: so, what would be the highlights for you with the taking? So, what are the best things about either compared to the original, or just generally about the taken king, Simon?
1: Oh yeah, just throw that at me. Why don't you? Strike <laughs> <laughs> uh, to the, the
3: wall, see what sticks. Yep.
1: <laughs> House of Wolves. Uh, <laughs> well, quite honestly, uh, and this is probably going to sound a bit feeble, because um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the, the the core gameplay was always incredibly solid. So I don't think I don't think anything. If anything's improved there, I haven't noticed. Uh, I would have to say that, um, from my perspective, as the sort of game player I am. The just the the mission tracking and how it uh, how you get that sort of um, sort of uh, I don't even know how to describe it. That there's a very particular tone when you've you've moved on to the next the the next step in the in, in the quest progression, and I've gotten that's got to be my favourite noise. I, I should have that as some kind of ringtone or something. Uh, but just just the way that they help pull you through the story now in a far more structured way. Um,
3: it flows what? better doesn't
1: it it flows so much better hmm. for instance one of the characters i sort of did things kind of a bit ass about uh, with uh, between the xbox one and the ps4 don't ask, if anyone wants to know why i've got two different consoles playing the same damn game it's because initially i wanted to see how much worse the xbox one looked than the ps4 answer so i can't tell the difference uh,
3: neither
1: can i ah excellent but but anyway um the so with When you get the uh, the Taken King, you get a single-use chit, basically, to level up a character to 25, I think it is, isn't it, or 21?
3: Uh, 25, yeah, 25. Is, the, um, is the spark of light.
1: Yeah. So the the PlayStation 4 version, I for some reason I ended up uh, using that on my main character, so the Titan is the one that I'm still going to have to build up manually. With the Xbox, I created a fresh hunter and I used that on him. So uh, although he's way OP... Well, actually, no, because the the um, the enemies scale quite well. So although he's going in at a much higher level for the lower-level story missions, if I'm not careful, I still get my ass handed to me because it's it scales quite well. Mm. Um, so I've really noticed with that character that... The story's a lot more cohesive now. I don't think anything's actually changed other than the the way that they they help pull you through the progression. It feels a lot more cohesive so considering that the the gutted story was my major complaint with the game initially um I would have i think that's one of the things that really just put a lot of aloe vera on those particular words because i I really do feel that it's a lot more a lot more narratively structured. Even though the story is still fairly thin, if you just considered what was available for the vanilla game, the fact that version two has now also got so much more extending beyond that with the with the expansions and so forth, yeah, I would have to say that it's the the narrative, the the the, um, the cohesion of the narrative is probably my favourite yeah. aspect of this, and the thing that has made me forgive so much of the animosity I had previously.
0: Yeah, no, great point, um, David. What about you? The the Highlight.
2: I think for me, it's just the polish that they've managed to introduce. It's it's made it a lot cleaner. Just seems neater now. Um, the story doesn't seem, or the new story doesn't seem to be as disjointed as what the previous one was. Uh, I don't know. I'm still like Dinklebot as opposed to the new Nolan bot. I don't know. It's it it's the way that Peter did the voice is his voice to me suited the ghost because like he's a disembodied thing i don't think he really needed a perky voice and all of that so i think his
3: voice um
2: it it fit and i don't understand
3: do you find with um nolan north um his voice works better though in the new content um as compared to the older content because you're just used to dinklebot in the older content
2: um, I still would have liked to have seen Dinklebot in the new content mm-hmm.
3: and i don 't understand It might have been a
2: scheduling conflict and all of that, but i I had no problem with him, and I seriously don 't understand why people didn 't like him like it's yeah. it 's not like it 's going to be a cheery position for him to be a floating little piece of technology so mm-hmm. but um you know the it's for me i've i i 't know it's I just enjoy it i can 't really put my finger on what I like about it. it just, I just seem to have fun with it then again I might just like the crack destiny of grinding continuously so it's just more grind for me and yeah I, I, yeah I just don't know what to say I just like it I
3: don't understand why I do that, I just like have it you, so Have you seen a loot fountain yet come off a boss? No I've only <laughs> seen about two
2: or three come off when I've had um, oh. just doing the strikes and that I've only had like two or three
3: items drop when I've done a strike Throw on a three of coins one weekend and do a week uh, a heroic strike when you've got that on. And when the boss goes down, there's just this nice little fountain that comes up. You get three blues, maybe two purples, and if you're lucky, you're an exotic.
2: Okay. So can you only use one coin or can you use multiple coins?
3: Uh, you can actually stack them, um, which will increase your percentage, but every time you kill a boss, it basically wipes out that buff. And there's no time limit on that buff either. That's the best I've okay, yeah. seen. Yeah, I've uh, got... Five sit in there. I just haven't used them yet. Yeah, I just got to keep reminding myself to put them on before we fight the boss. So Ben, highlights for you? Uh, Well, I've already mentioned the raid, which has been a huge highlight for me. Uh, But I'm going to say the biggest highlight, just from a single player point of view, is Nathan Fillion as K6. Oh my god, (laughs) he—that man is too charming. He is. Um, He just. Just evoke that character. It sucks you in so many times. I was playing with one of my best friends um, through the story campaign on launch night, and we were just laughing. We were literally laughing out loud and just enjoying it, and a lot of that is just pure credit to Nathan Fillion and whoever wrote the script for him as well because that's what original Vanilla Destiny was missing was that character to pull you through the story. Um and that is what I think was the biggest turning point in terms of the story content for me in Year 2. Um, it's, it's just a brilliant performance. There's not much else I can say about it. Yeah.
1: There's a nice little dynamic between uh, between uh, Cade 6 and Eris Morn. I've,
3: oh, yeah. They, yeah I, that I really that like... opening cut scene. <laughs> it's brilliant. Get your rock off my map. It's... Yeah. yeah. And then when he's uh, talking to Amanda Holiday in the ship... Yard as well, there's another great classic lines there, I won't ruin it for anyone else that hasn't played it yet, but this is, and that, the whole K6 dynamic with all the other characters uh, with Zavala, because he mentions him in a couple of quests in the um, openings of the I think it's the Blood Brothers strike um, and then the, again he mentions core um, and discussions that they've had in the past and other little loading screens and things like that and it Adds a lot of depth to this universe that we haven't seen at all, really, in vanilla. When you are playing the game, I mean, they've attempted to increase that depth with each DLC. I won't call them expansions because I don't believe they're expansions, mm, exactly. Um, but each DLC pack that's come out, uh, Dark Below and House of Wolves, they've slowly tried to increase some sort of depth with Eris Morn in Dark Below, you know, he had her talking to her and try- to you, and trying to guide you through the story. And then in House of Wolves, you had um, Petra Revenge. Um, I love that pun. And also uh, Varix coming in. And then you had two people talking to you at the same time during a mission. And then you've got this back and forth dynamic. And I think I wrote about it in one of my columns earlier in the year. Is one of the faults with Destiny is that they do a lot of things right with the story and then they just let it down by not gelling it all together, which is what they've done now. And. Mm. The way they've done that, it's, and just with Nathan Fillion as K-6, it was just been perfect casting, perfect script, um, great cut scenes, and that's definitely probably me my biggest highlight. And yeah. uh, But,
0: God, how much of a downer would Eris Morn be at a party? Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, she's yeah.
0: so depressing. Oh, well, Plus there's that up.
3: one line Plus that, that uh, Nolan North makes about uh, Tolan Tol the Shadow being fun at parties as well.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Plus,
3: she also has that black stuff running down from her eyes, so
2: yeah. scare all
0: the kids. And it probably smells too. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, it's probably just some goth from the 80s. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, and for me, highlights, there's nothing you guys haven't covered. I think it's about the depth, it's about the variety, it's about the story being a little bit better. And I said I do like being able to track where I'm up to with things. So, yeah, uh, so lots of positives there. So let's jump into the juicy stuff, which is, what's still annoying you, Simon?
3: Mm.
1: Um. Oh crap! Uh, I <laughs> I can't think of anything offhand.
0: Oh,
3: that's uh, good. Lies.
1: <laughs> Probably no. I can't really think of anything because I've been doing uh, every time the the ghost icon sort of pops up in the uh, in the top right hand corner of the screen to scan something in the new content. I've been hitting that, and I've, I'd kind of really come to terms. Like I said in a previous podcast, with uh, having to hunt for story uh, in um, what was it? The, everyone, everybody's gone to the rapture. Um, just sort of flicked a switch in my brain, to thinking that maybe having to look for the story isn't necessarily such a bad thing. And uh, uh, again, the uh, the um, echoes and what's it echoes and the the podcast that where they actually do vocal performance performances? Oh, ghosts page. and echoes. Ghosts and echoes. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've I've really kind of become hooked on that, and the funny thing is, although I still put that down to Activision jumping in and and basically getting Bungie to rip the game to shreds so they could just piecemeal it out to us.
3: Oh, it definitely was,
1: definitely, uh, especially after the Marty o, the what, what you can read about uh, the settlement with Marty O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, it, the the funny thing is, if, now that I've kind of done this mental gear shift, it's kind of working because. Having to listen to the law outside of the game has kind of almost augmented reality-fied. That's not a word, but never mind. You know what I mean. Uh, there's a sen- There's a sort of a- augmented reality in that the law has actually become separate from the game and is now part of my real world. Hmm. And I'm actually finding that kind of intriguing. That and the, the scanning for things with the ghost uh, in-game. Uh, yeah... I- So as far as things that still annoy uh, that annoy me, I, I mean, I'd like it to be more cohesive. Uh, I'd like there to be more depth, but the thing is, the depth is there if you want to look for it. Um, I'm still a bit dubious about having the DLC eked out because, after all, we've actually yes, that's that's the thing that 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 annoys me. We have no idea what the next uh, DLC or expansion is going to be. How much it's going to cost us or any of this sort of nonsense. So,
3: Well, according to a post this week, maybe free. Yeah. Maybe free? Well, that's a way maybe it should free.
1: be. But the, well, that's my favourite price. So <laughs> <laughs> if, if, they, if they do that, then that's certainly going to mend a, a, few, more, a, a few more wounds. Um, but, yeah, it's, I, I do think they have been listening. I do think probably they were taken a bit aback by the reaction, but that may be a good thing. Because let's face it, if you hate something, it means you care.
0: That's right. That's true. And that's why I appreciate you turning up for this podcast each month.
1: Oh, it's not podcast I hate, David.
0: <laughs> um, David, what's, what, anything that's particularly annoying you?
2: The biggest thing that annoyed me was how our, some of our older weapons are now unfortunately useless. Like there was some um, that I what? really liked using. It's just that you can't get them up to the new... Um, power level on that, so that's sort of what's um, sort of annoyed me the most
1: It would be good if you could upgrade them because I have to admit, sometimes I find a weapon and I think, you've been a really good gun I'd like to keep you, but you can't Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah there's also that's a, there's a good argument for both sides on that. Is it's a great gun I want to keep it um, I've got a lot of the raid weapons from the previous year's works uh, vaulted glass weapons The original raid was so good in the weapons that you got from it. They were brilliant for any situation. I was using um, the Scout Rifle Vision of Confluence all the way into hard mode Crota raids uh, up until House of Wolves dropped. And then you could upgrade it to the maximum light level in that. But uh, Deej from Bungie made the perfect argument is it'd be kind of boring to play with the same gun for 10 years straight. But if, it's but if you like it, why not? Well, that's true. Yeah, just both both cases can be made. You know, if you like the gun, you should be able to use it. But
1: we we look what we need. We need space Obama. So mm. if you like the gun you got, you can keep the gun you got. That's the way it should work.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think that will come with time. And it's going to be like Wow and Transmog that you now can do that. Eventually, I think they'll do that.
1: They'll fold I... that eventually. I'm sure they will. The same as customization of your your speeder and. Uh, not your speed sorry. <laughs> uh, your sparrow and your ship. I'm sure those those customise they'll 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 sort of just inch these the features out eventually. Stuff that was probably in the original game, some of the trading system.
3: Yeah. No, yeah, that's good. And Ben, annoyances for you? Um, my biggest annoyances aren't so much in anything playing the game. It's actually just the launch day itself was. A massive annoyance for me um the 2.0 patch when it first came out the 18 gig that yeah. was hellacious to download yep. um and i've got a pretty good internet connection i like to think i've got a cable internet at 80 megabits a second so i should have been able to download it in a couple of hours tops and it still took several yeah there was issues there and because even on my shitty connection it mm. was still way too slow yeah so that was that was before the game itself actually launched uh the second launch issue I had was I'm a idiot and uh such a fanboy and obviously addicted to Crack destiny that I bought the limited edition uh Taken King console. Um so install oh. store- Yeah, I know. Hey you bought the ghost, shut up. Um <laughs> But yeah, it came with the Taken King disc, so I'm thinking, oh yeah, I'll just chuck the disc in. It's got the whole thing installed on it. I'll install the disc, and I have to download an 18 gig patch again, which really yeah. annoyed me. And so, I had the
0: same. I bought the Taken King disc and thought, <laughs> oh, this will be good, and still had to do the 18 gig.
3: It's exactly. Insane. It's ridiculous. exactly. So I actually pulled both discs out because I've got the vanilla disc and the Taken King disc. Put them side by side, looked at them, and went, "You're identical." Your identical disks, so they've just given us last year's disk, given us a code to patch it up to the Taken King and enable our Taken King content on, it, content on our account. And for people with low data caps and things like that, you yeah, know, that's just, it's not cool. Um, I know in the US where Bungie are from, they don't really have that much of an issue with data caps, but still people don't have the best internet connection speeds and they want to play the game when they buy it that's uh, right. from a shop. And does have to download an 18-gig patch as soon as you get home? That's not really cool. Um, and the final issue I had with the um, launch day was, because I'd downloaded the 18-gig patch already on my old console, I pulled it out, plugged it in instead, and when the hotfix came out to launch the game that evening, uh, it started trying to download the 18-gig patch again. Excellent. So... <laughs> After a bit of forum hunting and everything, uh, turns out it was an issue with the patch on the PSN um, where stopping the download and deleting the download of the 18 gig patch and starting it again, um, it seemed to fix it straight away. It was only 60 meg, but it tried to download the whole 18 gig for some reason. Okay. Mm. Um, That was just, I think that was a PlayStation bungle more than maybe a Bungie one, but who knows? Um, They'll both blame each other surely. Yeah. Um, those would been be my biggest issues since playing the game. Um, the confusion around infusing items probably yeah. be my biggest thing. Now that I know what I'm doing, um, and just the the little tricks and tips that you pick up along the way as you find little secrets and nuances in the game, there, there's nothing there to explain that to you. And that's probably the other thing that yeah. bugs me the most. Uh, best example I can give is Motes of light. Um, and I only figured this out over the weekend, if you hover over a motive light in your inventory, it's got an option to use it. If you use it, it'll actually grant experience to all your equipped gear that you have on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, actually, I only discovered that
3: in the last week as well.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's pretty Um, good too. Oh, yeah. It knocks it up a fair bit.
3: It's a good chunk of um, experience. I mean, I was one of the few that uh, did the Sleeper Simulant exotic quest this week, um, which we can talk about more later. Um, as soon as I got the gun last night, twenty motes of light, it's fully upgraded. So you've got
1: sleeper stimulant?
3: I do, yes. Ooh,
1: I'm impressed.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, it's only a little bit of questing. It's not that hard, you just gotta wait for the right day.
2: That's is that the handgun? Uh
3: no, it's the um sort. it's a fusion rifle heavy weapon. Oh, okay. Fire's kind of like a rail cannon is probably the best I can describe it.
1: It looks like a rail cannon.
3: Yeah. Um, the hand cannon you're thinking of is probably Thorn, which I managed to get the week before Patchport 2.0 came no, out. No, it's
2: not that one. It's uh, oh. one that's come out. I think it's the quest that one of the hunters gets, you know, hey, oh, the yeah. different classes get the different guns. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's the hunter one. I haven't started that yet. A
0: friend of mine has, in, Yeah, it's a pretty good gun. Cool. Um, I've only got two annoyances, one being, and it's been an ongoing gripe, it's nothing to do with the Taker King specifically, and that's uh, that matchmaking only applies to certain things and, and not others. I, there's no, that I can see legitimate reason. I do understand the frustration of trying to do a raid with matchmaking. I, I honestly do understand that. But if you go in understanding that the chances of you doing any good is fairly low, mm-hmm. um, I don't see why they can't offer it. I couldn't see a single technical reason why. Um, and it's the same for the weekly uh, heroic nightfall stuff because I, I don't tend to be on uh, when a lot of people are. Simon and I aren't in a um, group ourselves. I yeah. wouldn't insert myself into a group like yours, Ben, because it would be just a farce um, for you guys. Mm. So it just I like, won't be doing the weekly nightfall strikes. So the yeah. heroic. So that that to me is a, is a real downside yeah the just heroic have... you should be able to do nightfall you won't be able to oh heroics i've been doing yeah sorry the mm. nightfall strike yeah that's right yeah um the other one is a totally minor and i'm hoping it's a glitch or i'm hoping you'll just all laugh at me and tell me what i'm doing wrong is when patrolling the dreadnought there is a uh, patrol quest called something like on the precipice where you've got a um jump across that big chasm now i do understand that uh, bits appear bits of rock appear like in another part you do leveling up but for me those rocks never appear
2: or you know you want to know how they show up how you pull your ghost out they'll show up then by ghost he means the ghost not anything else yeah 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 yeah, yeah so when you go to the ghost it shows you where where they'll It appear. does
3: a scan of the area and then they kind of pop up oh. like as a hologram so once you know where it is jump to it and then all
0: appear because the other thing I found, and I, I'll, I will, thank you, I'll definitely try that now, is that one time I could get them to appear after I, so after you jump, they sometimes appear. Mm-hmm. And and I would go, okay, that's where it is. I would jump to that exact spot, and each time, and I, I did it four, five, six times, it would keep appearing to the left of where I was jumping, even though I was adjusting my jump each time. And then I was about through the controller, through the TV, <laughs> and I've never, I've just abandoned it. But I'll try with the gaze, thank you
3: yeah I think that's one of the secret patrol missions uh, they've added to the game as well that one and to me uh, that, that adds just nothing like the having the
0: rock the, the rocks appear it adds nothing to the gameplay it just makes it frustrating there's another, uh, mm. there's another quest leveling up where you 've got to do a whole series of that stuff going across a whole bunch of chasms, and I, I found that it's frustrating oh. as hell.
1: Jumping puzzles are annoying, but I mean they're just trying to mix things up a yeah, bit. Yeah,
3: yeah. Oh, oh, there's I'm, some jumping puzzles in the raids. Uh, yeah, you're yeah. not going to enjoy them. <laughs> it, it, it's a bit like um,
1: you know navigating your way up to the, um, having to, and it's not jumping puzzles exactly, but there's there's certainly a bit of that just getting up to the top of the, um, uh, the colony ship.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's right.
1: Which uh, you know e- even even fake heights I get kind of antsy about. So. <laughs> That was.
3: Oh, yes. I love that mission. That was good. It's a really wait, good mission. Wait till you do it on the uh, Sleeper Simulant quest. Oh, excellent. you got to get up there in four minutes uh, while we've got taken all shooting at you. So you've got to run past them all. So sprint oh. basically the entire thing.
1: I wonder if my cheesing spot will work just as well.
3: <laughs> Possibly. <laughs>
0: Oh, that would be look. You have to give kudos, but to me, it's annoying as a shit player that the fact is cheesing spots have declined overall from what I'm seeing. I mean, the old, uh, the, the uh, old strikes, the old strikes, and that you can still find the spots you always had. But I find that there's less places to hide in the new strikes.
1: You do have to be strategic, and I must admit, I'm still finding a couple kind of challenging to find.
3: Yeah, yeah. There's um. Going through the rock in, um, I think it's the Saber Strike, which will put you underneath the warsat for the first part of that mission. Ooh. Okay. Um, yeah, so there's a couple of cheesy glitches that they, people have been doing and a bit naughty, but... Uh, okay, because the Bond Brothers one I couldn't see where you could hide and the one with the big shank. Oh, the Bond Brothers, um, Toast! Uh, shout out to my mate Langey, who found it. He found one in the Prison of Elders Strike as well. That stops enemies coming at you. Oh, really? Um, he with the Bond Brother strike. Wait, when the first dude comes out with the um, the saw thing on his hand, yeah, running the archway that he came out of, he doesn't go back back towards you and doesn't jump at you. So you can just stand in there and shoot at him. Oh,
1: nice. Yeah, that and uh, and um, spawning tunnels. You know, the, the yeah, the, true. Because you know, the, they they don't tend to. As long as you're watching your back, uh, if you can find yeah. one, of those, that's usually a good spot because they won't come too far back into it. Mm. Or you can take pot shots at them. That's yep. my, my current uh, <laughs> focus operando. <laughs>
3: well, the, the trick we had in Prison of Elders, I think it was on the Hive part of Prison of Elders, was you'd stand above one of the doors um, on the Hive thing and the Hive just wouldn't come out anywhere of that side of the arena. So oh, you'd stand on the other side of the arena, take out the half of the enemies there and take care of the objective. Then you'd let them out and just finish them off.
2: That's an awesome one, that one. Yeah, Particularly yeah. Particularly when
3: you have the um uh, well, you're doing it on level wizards. 35 as well and you've got wizards coming at you. Yeah, wizards with to her, that was nice. Yeah, dismantle the mines and all that sort of stuff as well.
1: I hate wizards so
3: much. Yeah, so do oh, I. They've gotten worse. Yeah. They've got, the Taken ones with their spawning little skeleton men that run at you. Yeah. Oh, They're so. worse
1: than flood. Oh,
3: yeah. <laughs> That's so coming the- back soon too.
0: I don't. Yeah, I don't like rushing enemies. Don't like them. No, agreed. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, and the, probably the next one I was going to ask was uh, what your hopes are for the next three to six months as far as content. What do you think standing out is needing to be added or that you're hoping will be added, Simon? Oh, you bastard! <laughs> I'm just doing the same order. I'd be totally predictable.
1: Yes, you are. Uh, th- things I'm hoping for. Um, I would like to see a couple of the missing locations uh, from Earth um, pop back up. That's a good one. Some some new locations would be nice. I don't know how many they've they've got in total that they are having to eke out over a decade, which still sounds kind of ludicrous. Yeah.
3: Maybe some Uh, of the Western European zones that they've had in Crucible maps they could bring in.
1: Yeah, uh, because there was like a, a forest... A, a sort of mountain, foresty kind of mm. one that looked quite impressive. Uh, that was one of the things that came out in one of the early, not early, uh, one of the the uh, teaser trailers that came out before everything got completely bollocksed up. Um, I think it was Old Detroit. I think was another one. Okay. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing a few more of those. I'd, I'd like to see Saturn. So, oh no, we've got Saturn, but. Uh, uh, because the, the nine live somewhere in the orbit of Saturn, don't they? So I think I,
3: they're on Titan.
1: Titan, okay. So I'd, I'd like to see maybe Titan opened up as a location. Although, another, the, yeah, I'm not quite sure what that would be like as a location. Because it's yeah. got a, its atmosphere, so it wouldn't be another rocky lump. Um of so like a
3: moon. So, so, yeah.
1: well, well, no, Titan's got. Ti- we can't actually see the surface of Titan, it's just, it's just this big orange ball. Uh, it's got very dense atmosphere, so we're not actually sure what's underneath there.
3: Titan, Saturn's moon, or Jupiter's moon?
1: Titan, Saturn's moon. It's, uh, it's Saturn's
3: moon. Okay, I, I just wonder remember which one was which now.
1: <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, seeing a few of the other planets open up would be cool. I mean, Mercury's only made a sort of a guest appearance periodically. So, considering that's a, a, a vex machine now, that would be an interesting location. I wouldn't mind seeing that.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I've been on Mercury for the Crucible stuff. I, I, to my understanding, that's it, isn't it? That's the only place you see it.
3: Uh, the Titan Sunbreaker stuff takes you there, um, and Trials of Osiris. If you go nine wins, zero losses in Trials, yes, yeah, so uh, on... you'll go to the Lighthouse, which is a nice little social space on Mercury.
1: Okay, as long as it's not a Naughties prog rock band, I'll be happy.
0: Yeah. Oof. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. David. What's um, your hope for the next three to six months?
2: Um, As the guys are saying, if there is a free expansion, that would be um, a nice welcome as a thanks for the uh, crap game that we had to put up when it first came out, considering that we've paid basically the cost of two full-price games nearly now for the two. So that would be good as a nice thank you. Um, Besides that, um, yeah, I'm sort of pretty happy with the game at the moment. seems to be... Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, one thing I do like about the game though is the view when you get the dreadnought in the um, rings of Saturn, and yeah, as as sort of, you know, what happened—the big hole that's in there—that's. Uh, I really love when you got to fly to the du- uh, to the dreadnought to do missions. Just seeing the just seeing the um, the dreadnought there in the rings looks pretty cool.
1: Does look awesome. I'm not sure about the physics of that. <laughs> <laughs> it looks good.
0: It does. No, excellent. And Ben, three to six
3: months? Um, I'm hoping for some more secrets. Um, I mean, we've had the Black Spindle exotic quest, just someone stumble ac- upon the little mission that you can do in the middle of the daily mission for that one. Uh, the Sleeper sim- Simulant, uh, which people have only just gotten this week. now. Whether or not it's timed or not, I don't know how they're running that, but I'm betting it's monthly and it's the seventh of every month you'll be able to do that mission for it if you've got you've done the uh, farming for the materials you need to start it. Um, so I'm hoping for a lot more secret content uh, or just more finding more secrets in the game. Um, I briefly mentioned earlier that, you know, uh, they're bringing back... or um, well, they're hoping to make all future content free, and that's due to the microtransactions function they're bringing into the game as well. So I'm curious to see how that's going to play out. I mean, mm. we'll find out, I suppose, on Tuesday, I think, is when, F, what's her name? Tess Everett's or whatever her name is, is uh, coming back to the tower.
1: Oh, yes. She's the one with Claudia, who had Claudia Black's voice. I wonder if it's just mm. Claudia Black's voice.
3: Uh, she should still have the voice, yeah. But she's going to be the um, uh, microtransaction yeah. vendor, uh, where you can buy all oh, the fancy new dance moves you want. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm curious to see how that plays out. I mean, I'm guessing they've already got plans for content, but how much of that content gets delivered over the next 12 months, who knows? Um, maybe in keeping of themes of moons, we talked about Titan for Saturn. What about Europa for Jupiter? Um, that was supposed to be supposedly an ice world according to the destiny law, which is where the house of wolves were based before the queen took them. That would make sense. Yeah. Mm. So I'd, I'd be curious to see them do something with Europa or even uh, Ganymede, which has also got an atmosphere. I yes. think Ganymede has the atmosphere. Maybe it's Io, one of the two. No, uh, well, Io uh, is so close.
1: It's caught in a, uh, tidal forces continually between Jupiter and other moons, so it's constantly being massaged, so you end up with the, there's a lot of very spectacular volcanoes. Well, oh, that'd be cool. Sulphur volcanoes and whatnot. So, that that yeah. would be a really impressive location. Yeah,
3: that'd be down. really cool. I mean, we're going to talk about Battlefront soon, but the Solast on Battlefront with all the stuff going on there that they've used, um, I think they used Iceland as a bit of an inspiration for Solast. Mm. That'd be really cool to see in Destiny something similar like that with all the volca- big vol- volcanoes going off in the g- distance. I mean, we kind of have that with Venus already, but not the same sort of earthy colors like the big black ash and, and the rivers of lava flowing down beside you and stuff like that. So if you drove your sparrow into the lava, it would explode or something.
1: Sparrow yeah. racing. I want to see sparrow racing. Oh,
3: yeah, no, that'd,
1: be that'd
0: be cool. cool. Um, all right. Now, I, I think we're going to wrap it up there because um, as far as destiny. but just last comments from each of you. Simon, anything else you want to say or nothing else? Um.
1: No, I'm just going to extend on what Ben said about the, um, about the microtransaction store. I, I'm not actually necessarily against that, depending on, again, how they play this. And that's, that's a comment that's also going to fold into the next game we discuss. Um, I actually wouldn't mind um, being able to buy a shader with actual money as, as long as it's not too much. Because uh, God knows the, the shader vendor has got no freaking taste whatsoever <laughs> I, I don't want to look like a radioactive popsicle thank you
3: <laughs> well actually that's that's a good question how much do you think you should pay for a a shader b a sparrow c a uh ship and d a dance emote
1: Ooh, we'd have to i think we would need to do a, a go around on this one
3: mm. 199 the lot
2: they should, give us some, they should give us some for free for the uh, torture that we've had to endure in the past. Yeah.
1: Okay, well, uh, my take would be this is EA, so they would probably do what they do with a bunch of their um, mobile games, which is... Activision, you, oh, you
3: mean?
1: Oh, that's right. It is too. Oh, who, who the hell can tell the difference anymore? They're both evil corporations. They are both evil corporations. That is true. Um, I've, well... I think that Activision will do the same thing that he he does, which is basically you don't buy the individual items for real money. You buy um, 25 credits, 50, 100 Mm. credits for whatever, and then that's – so you you buy the – Well, yeah,
3: yeah. They say you buy – they're they're calling it silver. So you buy silver for however much real dollars and then you spend that silver at the vendor. Well, that's but, good. Um, so you, would, you, made, much... you made an
0: accurate prediction without even realizing it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but how much do you think translating cost wise would you spend? Is what my question.
1: Oh, a couple of bucks for a shader for a sparrow. Yeah, it depends on whether it's just a cosmetic or what. Mm. Or sort well,
3: yeah, they're cos- they're all cosmetic only.
1: So if it's basically a reskin and it's not any faster, then I'd yeah you know, I'd say a cup, maybe a little bit more, maybe three bucks. Hmm. For a sparrow, for a ship, again, if it's just a, a, a re, if it's a, a repaint, three bucks. If yeah. it's if it's a, if it's yeah. a ho- totally different model, maybe five. Mm. I, I, any more than that, and that's that would just be
0: stupid. Okay, and David. I oh, know you've already said you said that yeah.
2: Oh, I oh, know. Realistically, yeah. though, I'd um, probably just say a couple of dollars at the most, as I think yeah. that should ever be charged. Because if it's if it's only a model skin, it doesn't change performance. No. And I know, like no. with the sparrows, you can get different performance. honest, I don't really give a shit what my sparrow looks like oh, i insane. i like the one that i got from uh the volta Glass where you boost and then if you hit the other um trigger key you can get an even faster boost and if you hold it down for long enough it blows up so that's the one oh, that's that i always cool, use yeah, so. cool. but uh yeah i
0: wouldn't pay anything more than a couple of bucks for the stuff mm. i'd pay 10 bucks for a lucky seven sparrow <laughs> <laughs> sorry just yeah, well, drop, drop uh, some dice down the side and everything. Oh, yeah. no, I know,
2: drop uh, strange coins. Yeah. Drop strange coins
0: as it goes along. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. All right. Um, there you go. That That's Destiny. Uh, let's So, that, as you alluded to, Ben, let's talk a little bit about Star Wars Battlefront. So, uh, yeah. probably staying with you, Ben, keeping it relatively brief, what, what how have you found the Battlefront beta and are things looking promising for
3: release? I've found it... A lot of fun. Um, that's the best way I can describe it, is it is a lot of fun. Um, once you get round, you head around some of the mechanics in the game, uh, you don't take it too seriously as a shooter is probably my best advice. Um, it really is just a lot of fun. Uh, you do the walker assault on Hoth, and you can run around, you can pick up little AT-AT boost uh, things. And you All of a sudden, you're piloting the AT-AT while it's walking across Hoth, and you just shooting at rebels as they're running around um
2: orbital strikes
3: yes the orbital strikes um but my favorite's got to be the flying the uh uh x-wings and the a-wings they are so much fun to fly around and just blast high fighters out of the sky is probably the best thing ever cool and i assume you've had similar fun
2: freaking awesome. I am looking forward to it coming out. Um, the max level in the beta that you can hit is only level 5, so mm. I got up to that and I really couldn't be bothered to play much more because I don't want to spend too much yeah. time playing a game that um, that will only only get cleared. There still is a few other unlocks that you can, that I can get and try, but to class, I haven't really worried about it. I've um, I've sort of enjoyed playing um, just up to level five, and we'll leave it there. Um, I tried the single-player one. I haven't actually done it in co-op yet, but there's the um, single-player one. That was interesting. Um, that would be quite fun, I think, to do it through, though, as a co-op. So, But um, the... I like Sullust. It was, uh, wasn't too bad, but I thoroughly enjoyed Walker Assault over the um, Sullust. so they've only got the two maps in the beta. But even even looking at all the other um, modes that's going to be available, it's going to give you a whole lot of choice of different um, game styles that you can play. So, it's, um, yeah, it looks like it's going to be um, quite a fun game when it does eventually come out.
0: Which is, uh, I've forgotten the exact one,
3: I know it's November, uh, November
0: 17th, 17th,
2: I think. Yeah.
3: Yeah, about a month before the movie. That's right, yeah. But yeah. then also you get
2: early yeah. access to it if you pre-order it as well on the Battle of Jakku map, I think, as
0: well. From yeah, memory. that's me, I pre-ordered. And Simon, so, mean, you do, you haven't played the beta or you have?
1: I uh, downloaded it on both consoles. Again, I want to do a bit of a comparison and have a look. Yeah. Mm. Um, both look about the same. They both yep. suffer from the, the same um, texture pop-ins. Um, as, as each other um, in the distance. So uh, but I suppose considering the, the the level of detail, which is quite impressive, uh, that's only to be expected. Um, tried. It's good to see that they've got a first. You can switch between uh, first person and third person, which is good for people who get motion sick, or uh, since you can't adjust the um, the uh, depth of, of field, um, so that's that's good. And both of those seem to work very well. Uh, as far as the overall game itself, uh, left me cold, quite frankly. Okay. Um, I thought, yeah, the, the mechanics are, are fun. It's uh, nice just having a bit of a run around and pew-pew, but I've already got a game where I can run around going pew-pew. And for some reason, the the uh, the the music from the original trilogy and all of the, the accoutrements of the original trilogy, it just felt like uh, a simplified Battlefield reskin. Uh, in a lot of ways, no, and that's that's just me. I, I prefer something where I can, uh, more of a single-player thing, uh, where I can do a bit of group stuff periodically, but on the whole, there's, it's a game that has nothing for a player like me, so didn't really have a particularly positive impact. Okay.
3: That's you weren't just is. cold because you were on Hoth, were you? You beat me to it. See, that's the sort of joke I
0: would make.
1: <laughs> Put snow in your underpants. It warms you up.
0: That's right. But, yeah, yeah, Simon, so mean, I agree
2: with you. It is like Battlefield, but it's also the first game that's been made for a while in the Star Wars universe, and that's what I'm really looking forward to. And, yeah, I've been. I've had Battlefield 2, 3, 4, and all of the expansions, but, yeah, I'm just sort of over that now. I'm just looking for a new game to stick my teeth into and do what I like doing, finding something to grind.
1: Yeah, I, I think it will do well uh, with a, a, certain, a certain audience, and... Uh, but in all honesty, if I want to play Star- a Star Wars game, I'm I'm going to play SWOTOR.
3: Mm. Did uh, you get any of the vehicle or hero pickups? Uh, no, no. So no Darth Vader or Luke Skywalker yet. I
1: don't. No, I don't want to see them.
3: Oh, okay, fair enough.
1: I do not want to see them in a in in the video game. I mean, it's one thing seeing them in uh what was that? What was it? The the the, the four- Christmas movie? No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No.
3: Is there a lumpy pickup? <laughs> oh, I hope so. Maybe oh, on end. Uh, no,
2: no, no, <laughs> ju- no uh, walkies yet. Okay. Uh,
1: well, yeah, but also, so what's the uh, what's the what's the DLC plan for this? Have, do we know yet?
3: Not free that I've heard anything yet.
1: Heard. Yeah,
3: I, I haven't heard any DLC coming yeah, out. Maybe think, I'm, I might be getting confused with Halo Five, but one of them was saying all the maps will be released free. At some script, some point. Yeah, well, I can't remember which one it was. It was either Halo Five or Battlefront. They were saying Halo. Yeah, all all DLC maps will be free
1: for Battlefront.
3: Well, Jakku will be free. It's just a, it's only you can only get it for a month in advance. I know that, but the rest of them, I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, I'll, well, we we'll won't see. I mean, if it's uh, it's I've got plenty of time to get into it. I mean, if mm. uh, if it's if it is successful and it's it's got some stickiness to it then if I buy it after Christmas in one of the sales, then I'm sure um, I'll have some fun in it. And if it doesn't have any stickiness, then everyone's going to be playing Halo or Destiny or the new Uncharted or whatever the hell happens to have come out at that point. And uh, it'll be another version of... Uh, what's the game with the Falls? That's it, Titanfall. Oh,
3: yeah. Titanfall, yeah.
1: Not that I seriously... <laughs> or expect- Evolve. Or evolve, yeah. Not that I seriously expect this game to to do that, but yeah, i'm the the model of this this particular product uh, does not impress me. And like I say, I, I didn't. It, it looked fun, but eh. I've got other games to to uh, to take my time.
0: Hmm. Interesting. All right. Um. Yeah. Be interesting when I get mine. Whether which side I come down on, that'll be. Can't wait. Uh, very briefly, Star Citizen, The Escapist and WTF, Simon Hiddes. Uh, yeah, for those
1: of you who don't know, and it's, uh, it's, I thought everybody would know, but it's entirely possible that a lot of you don't, uh, Star Citizen recently had a bit of a blowout with The Escapist. The Escapist being the, probably the only thing anyone knows The Escapist for these days is the fact that Jim Sterling used to be on there and uh, Ben Yahtzee croshaw still is. Uh, for whatever reason, uh, the site had one of their one of their recent. They've had a lot of staff turnover, and apparently the uh, the attitude of the the escapists has changed quite considerably in the the last three to four months, uh, as things have been changed and a lot of old people have left. But uh, one of their uh, not a not a staff writer, but uh, a contract writer, uh, Lizzie Finnegan who was caught up in the whole gamergate thing quite significantly released uh, an article i can't tell you exactly how long ago it was but uh, probably septemberish uh, eject eject uh, is star citizen going to crash and burn uh, so obviously the title's clickbait the article then opens up with uh, a brief synopsis of david and goliath not that so not presaging the attitude of the, the <laughs> article it, it then basically goes on to uh to some degree i think it's fair to say regurgitate um some stuff that uh, a someone who used to be a game developer not terribly successful one um and how can i put it professional troll effectively now um it's stirring up controversy for one reason or another uh, in order to attract attention to his own project. the uh, individual by the name of Derek Smart. If you haven't heard of him, uh, there's plenty of information on Wikipedia, but if I can surmise his career to date, it would be thusly. <laughs> so uh, Lizzie, for whether she has a personal connection with this individual or not, I don't know, but uh, she seemed to basically be reiterating a lot of points that he was making in his blog. I won't detail them particularly, but it was along the lines of um, uh, Star Citizen or uh, CIG, uh, Cloud Imperium Games, uh, spending money inappropriately. um, Chris Roberts and his wife, Sandy Gardner, using the money, using company money to buy multi-million dollar Pacific Palisades uh, house, um, financing... Uh, flights for Sandy Gardner to do act because she's uh, also an actress um, to uh, to to do auditions and things like that and a, a bunch of fairly fairly specific and pretty unpleasant things. Now most of the things in the, uh, the this is in the second article I sh- haven't I should have written all of this down. Um, but the second article is really where things blew up because of all of these fairly specific and unpleasant allegations. And it's subsequently come back that a number of things that were said, because there's a lot of allegedly and reportedly, she used anonymous sources. Uh Uh, Now, the verification that she said she made was through Skype, uh, through pay stubs, and for some of them, not all of them by any means, uh, and uh, being shown an ID badge. Now, Cloud Imperium Games don't actually use ID badge. So they just have those plain white cards that you, you, and I'm sure we've all seen them that you use to to, um, to unlock doors to to get in and out of, to gain access to your workplace. So that apparently is for some reason one white card. How how she felt that was representative of any kind of proof. I don't know. Um, the scope is sort of after CIG came back to go look. There's basically a load of. Crap, uh, you're being egged on by a professional troll who's had personal issues with um, Chris Roberts since right back when Derek Smart tried to sue... Uh, I'm not sure what the company was, but basically saying that uh, freelancer stole his idea. Um, his singular lack of success in games publishing would suggest that perhaps he's not quite the, the genius he suspects he is. Um, so, yeah, the, the whole... The escapists proof such as it was it seemed on further examination it seems to have fallen into a fairly substantial hole. And although I suppose that really if there's a takeaway from this, it's that A, check your sources and show some professional integrity, but but also on the flip side, just because someone is an unreliable narrator doesn't necessarily mean that questions shouldn't be asked. So hmm. I, I think it's anyone who's involved in cloud funding, crowdfunding whatever funding of crowds you should probably always remember that anytime you give money to something like this they really don't owe you much you have to go into these sorts of things with your eyes open how they spend the money you can't expect them to, if you buy a 200 hundred dollar fake ship you can't expect to think that they're going to be all the developers again are going to be living on bread and water, and the vast majority of the money is going to be poured into exclusively into um, game development while they suffer personally. That's right. That's not happen. Yeah, obviously, they're going to be paid a, a proper living wage. Um, they're going to pay industry rates for the people that they think they need. And this especially goes over into, into voice talent, which kind of segues into uh, Citizen Con, was this weekend. And uh, they now um, underscore Chasmus, sir. You you are a funder, aren't you, of uh, Star Citizen?
2: No, I actually never end up getting into this. I've been living off your um, your speaking of it vicariously. Okay. Yes.
1: So has anyone bought into this?
3: No, because I want to see an actual game come out before I actually give money to them.
1: You realist. How dead.
3: <laughs> Sorry, I don't pre-order either.
1: No, no, I think that's a very good idea. I try not to well, do
3: Well, Star Citizen, wasn't it supposed to come out last year? Oh, that's a bit originally. more...
1: That's a bit more of a complicated question because the it was never going to be released all in one lump. Um, that's mm. why they've released things as modules. But... But the,
3: originally, weren't they aiming for a 2014 commercial release
1: in the original Kickstarter, yes. Mm. Yeah, uh, see
3: that that's and I'm hearing people spending thousands of dollars on ships and stuff, and I'm just like, nah, nah. I'm oh, not interested?
1: Yep, yeah, <laughs> no. Some some have most certainly done done that. You can have a look at that on the funding diagram. You just see because they've just made an announcement for they had the uh, the announcement for oh God, the Endeavour, which was an exploration ship. So you had the you had a variety of SKUs for that. Um, the the most expensive one being like nine hundred bucks, um, the, the least expensive being three fifty. But uh, it's it's all quite impressive if you have a look at it. But yeah, it's still holy crap. That's a ton of money. But there's well, still people buying. Yeah, I
3: can buy two consoles or a new computer for that much. Or well, yeah. three lifetime or, Marvel heroes. Three lifetime Marvel heroes or a shitty car. Yeah, um, exactly. Pardon my French. But, yeah, it's, it just seems ridiculous. I just can't understand why people want to spend that much on it.
1: Oh, I think a lot of people believe in the dream. And mm-hmm. in all honesty, it, it does look like things are starting to take shape. I mean, it, yes, the reality is the bottom could still fall out of this and we could all look like a bunch of fools. But uh, I, if that happens, I think it's probably more to do with dreaming the from the Cloud Imperium side. Dreaming a big dream and wanting to do the you know do everything that they said they were going to do because mm. there has been a bit of feature creep on there, but they at the Citizen Con they did release a video and the cast list for um, for Squadron Forty Two, which is the basically that's the 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 gamey game part of it, mm. and so you've got Gary Oldman and um, uh, oh. Julian Anderson and uh, a, f- a few other names you might recognise in this. So when he, when he said that it was A-grade a talent he was bringing in, I, I, I suppose they're A-grade talent, aren't they? are a great talent are not they they have oh, certainly got name recognition.
3: That doesn't really mean much, Peter Dinklage. We were just talking about it. <laughs> yeah, but, but that, I think that's, that's a bit different. Um, yeah, that was a, I think that a lot of that was still scripting issues, but, yeah. I'm sorry, I was just saying he's yeah, bringing in A-grade talent uh, uh. still.
1: Well, yeah, no, I'm not saying that uh, having having named talent brings things in, uh, brings uh, brings any more security into something like this. Uh, yeah. I mean, quite honestly, I never really had a problem with Dinklage's delivery either. I thought it was, I rather enjoyed the the dry quality he brought to his line reading. I thought I that,
3: did too it, with some lines, some of them not so much. <laughs>
1: yeah, some, some of it was a bit flat. But, mm. uh, and let's that, just go back to Destiny for a moment. Sorry. Uh,
3: go back to
1: star season. No, no, I would just go to cuz this is something I was I've, I've thought before is that Nolan North's line readings are very much like Guilty Spark and I can't help wondering if that's basically what they what Bungie have tried to do is they've tried to create Halo again. Cuz there's a it's a bit like Halo 2 multiplayer with Guilty Spark as a companion. That's that's the way I tend to look at it. Okay. Anyway.
0: Mm. All right.
1: But yes, so yeah, uh, anyone who has invested in Star Citizen, uh, have a bit of a read, keep an open mind, um, ask questions about, okay, well, we don't have a lot of solid factors to the fact that Star Citizen hasn't done the things that they've been accused of, but then uh, the weight of proof lies with the people making the accusations, and writing an article was full of allegedly and... um, our sources were checked by lawyers, which is not the way you actually do these things. You only have things checked vetted by lawyers if you don't know who the hell these people are and you just want to check that you're not going to get sued. If it's a genuine source, uh, it's done through your editorial staff because in order of which they are going to get subpoenaed in the case of a court trial. So there's a lot of things about the Escapist article that do not sit squarely. So I just thought I'd put that
0: out there. Cool. So, um, thank you for that too. So, even super briefly, PS4 is getting a price drop, but not in Australia,
3: I would imagine, with the US dollar conversion. Probably not within Australia. I imagine we'll see one eventually anyway, but um, coming up to November, it's around the same time. It's around that two-year mark since the console's been released, so generally console cycle's about two years in, you see a price drop makes sense uh in the u.s they're dropping down to 350 dollars um so in australia that's what means we're getting a price hike up to a thousand i guess yeah that sounds right yeah yeah Yeah. um allegedly whether xbox is going to be
1: dropping their price
3: well they did a price drop last year in the u.s i mean i don't know what the price is here in australia because i'm an idiot and bought mine early in the life cycles um but I would imagine they probably would try to, I guess, but I, I honestly don't know. Um they cuz they did they announced their they did a promotion last year where you'd buy the console and you'd get what was it? 50 bucks cash back or whatever it was. So I it was 350 US or something like that.
1: Redemptions are just a bloody rort because they know that a good chunk of people aren't going to bother doing it.
3: Yeah, I, I I can't remember exactly how they did it. I, I remember hearing about it on podcasts and reading it on websites because it was America. I just didn't care. Ah. But um, yeah, and then in January because it was the promotion only lasted till January, and then the price went back up for two days after New Year's and said, uh, right, we're going to extend our promotion for another two weeks." So they they extended it for however long? Uh, then the promotion ended and then I think it was just after ETH, they said, no, nah, we're back down to 350 permanently. Hmm. But they did have a lot of um, uh, bundles and packages last year as well. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, it's that time of the life cycle, so
0: mm. no huge surprises there.
3: I mean, yeah, Xbox just announced five different bundles for the US or whatever for this holiday season or something. So, yeah, I- I think they've pretty much got their bases covered. Yeah. But PlayStation dropping their price will make the market just that little bit more competitive again.
0: Mm.
1: It will, yeah.
0: Excellent. All right, last words, gentlemen. Anything else you want to throw in before we wrap it?
1: Yeah, one thing. Yep. Uh, just uh, referring to our, our roots, our venerable roots. Uh, Swotors, the Knights of the Fallen Empire, early access starts October 20th. So not Many sleeps to go until you can start the new story in Slow Tour. It's quite exciting.
0: It is, allegedly. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> no, I do need to be more excited. I just wish I'd leveled up the last expansion. But anyway, that's my fault.
1: You don't have to, just create a new 60.
0: Yeah, true. I may just do that or not. Depends how my destiny's going. <laughs> Uh, all right. Anything else from Petrus Dog? Yeah, I know. I feel and I do feel bad. And the main issue for me is that I just I'm not in Windows all the time. If I could just click on it and it fired up, I would play it more. That's my issue. Um, ben and David, anything else you want to add before we wrap it?
2: Yes, I have one thing. Um, I did happen to notice when I was downloading the update, or sorry, the beta for Star Wars Battlefront, Origin, they now also give out a free game for the month. So currently they've got Red red Alert 2 and Yuri's Revenge as the uh, throwback game. And, oh, that brought back some memories. But I downloaded it and I had to laugh. The max resolution that you can run it in is 1024 by 768. Uh, Is the max res. And is, I run a 30-inch monitor. That is, that is monitor some time. sharp pixels, man. Yeah, That's I run a 30-inch monitor, so it's nice and big. Yeah, I can th- imagine. Look,
1: there's nothing wrong with that. 720p is apparently high definition, so it's over high definition.
3: <laughs> well, also, I did note because I noticed that when I downloaded it on PC as well, um, but uh, I went and did another search, and I think it was Theme Hospital or something it was for free. They got a couple of other games for free, and I think there's about 10 or so that were under 10 bucks as well. So, so they've got some cheap ones on there now.
1: I think you can play Titan yeah. for free as well. If anyone yeah, there was
3: a free over the weekend. They had another mm-hmm. special deal
2: no to play it for free over the weekend. No one cares. No, that's right. Yeah. But, yeah, just brought back some memories for the old Westwood Command & Conquer series games. Yeah.
0: All right. That's a show. Um, as always, if you'd like to offer an opinion, suggestion, or some general abuse, feel free to email us at contactoceanicgamer.com or visit our Heavily used Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the oceanic gamer. You can also follow us on Twitter. My handle is the oceanic gamer. Simon tweets under RPG beats RL. Um, ben, you've got
3: two bloody accounts. Which one do you want to plug? Uh, we'll plug uh, at the Spawny 13, cool. spawny13, S P A W N Y 1 3. Excellent. And
0: David, you, um, as Simon's already mentioned, um, underscore Casmas.
2: No, Casmas no? underscore. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, it gets me every time. Yeah, that's no, right. no, you you actually said it right before, Simon. Oh, did I? That
1: was me. Yeah, It's all oh, good. Okay. I've, I've got the memory of a
0: goldfish. Yeah. Uh, you'll find previous episodes of the show on iTunes, and we're also on Stitcher. Um, thanks very much for listening, and thanks to you, Simon, as always.
1: Uh, you're welcome, I suppose. <laughs>
0: Allegedly. And... Uh, big thank you to you two guys. Really appreciate you catching up with Destiny and we'll probably reconvene in a few months um, when... Allegedly. Allegedly, when um, we've all
3: levelled up all our dancer mates. Oh, we'll have a nice big dance party on a Twitch stream, shall we? <laughs> that doesn't get any better than oh.
2: that. On another oh, note, no. have it with, with, yes. with, the, with Destiny, um, I watched the ABC's... Um, they have a thing each morning, and that. And there's apparently someone's done a uh, Destiny video to some of some of the old '80s music, and that with the dancing emotes. So,
3: there's two music videos I found. I will Google search them now. One is to Backstreet Boys' "Backstreet's Back," which is hilarious. All right, there you go.
2: I'll send you the link, David, if you like.
3: No worries. You guys have no
0: respect for the running sheet. We've wrapped. <laughs> allegedly. You not know, i'm a stick there allegedly allegedly if we can get access to it that's right so yes have a great
1: yes. fair call sir fair call
0: <laughs> have a great week and remember if your pug wipes or strike wipes or whatever the hell you play it's probably because one of us was in it or at least simon and i allegedly allegedly good night night allegedly.
1: The ability to speak
2: does not make one
0: intelligent.